Listen up, bitches. It's the 75th show. It's your girl, Yuri G. What's up, y'all? It's your boy at Trophy's Music on Everything. Yeah, it's your boy, Jeff. <laughs> it's your boy, Captain Liddy. Stay true to yourself and stay healthy in this pandemic, all right? Though I was born in the beautiful island of Puerto Rico in the Caribbean, I am coming to you since straight from Buffalo, New York. From Atlanta, Georgia, also with Greensboro, North Carolina. Thank you for tuning in to the 75th episode. The Homos Talk Show right here on Verse TV. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the 75th episode of Homos T on Verse TV. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start things off by introducing everyone. It's your girl, Yuri G, and I'm here with... Yo, it's your boy, Captain Liddy. You know, coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, you know, reminding everybody to stay positive, stay true to yourself, and stay healthy in this pandemic, all right? All right, now we got that small talk out the way. Let's go ahead and see oh. what we can get different from the people. Oh, you shady bitch. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It's your boy, definitely capable. Rolling to your hearts and showing some hair. Straight out of the city of Buffalo, where people said they were friendly, but just coming over and we'll show you how friendly really is. <laughs> oh, I really felt um, some tea behind that statement. <laughs> um, we got somebody else um, from, you know, the local area. You got anything you would like to share? Me? Well, from my end, I will tell you that I'm doing great. I'm doing a lot of work. And soon enough, you're going to see a great future going up in smoke. All right. And so, um, oh, yeah. Mr. Lover Lover, are you going to introduce yourself or not? I'm just waiting for my introduction, but thank you for bringing me in. What's up, y'all? It's your boy at Trevor's Music on Everything, and you already know it's time to go down, because this is our 75th episode, baby. What's up? All right, well, we didn't got those introductions. Um, so um, I know some of y'all already spilled the tea where you're from, but um, go ahead and um, share where you're from. I'm, I'm hitting y'all up from the Atlanta, Georgia area. I'm not from here, but I live here. So um, Dorian, where are you from? Captain Lightskin. But I'm coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, also ripping Greensboro, North Carolina, too. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, All right. right. Born and, and um, raised Mr. here. Capable, yeah, um, my bad, man. Keep going. <laughs> All right. And Mr. Capable, um, how about yourself? Where are you calling from? Although I was born in the beautiful island of Puerto Rico and the Caribbean, I am coming to you since straight from Buffalo, New York, the friendly city. Adios mío, es mentiroso. Ah, so, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Troy? Of course, the black and Puerto Rican prince representing Harlem world. Ooh, ooh, you already know. Harlem <laughs> single, single coming out soon. Get ready for it. Just want to say that. All right. Well, that sounds really lit. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start things off with Daily Mail, Wendy Chats. Aaron only stands for Whitney with love. He does have love for Mariah, too. Mariah using a wind machine 
in her interview with Trevor Noah reminds him of Patty saying that she dresses fancy even to go to Walmart. Is it important for you to be on 10 every time you step out the house? Why? Why not? And when is it important to you? Um, I would love to be on 10 every time I step out. But that is not going to happen when I got shit to do. And especially if I wake up late. So if I know I'm just going to my local Walmart where all the bummy niggas is, um, I'm going to just be real regular degular. So, um, yeah. That's just for me. But I would love to be on 10 at all times because you never know who you're going to run into and what opportunities may present itself in a rare moment. So, um, yeah, that's why I would like to be on 10. It's not that important to me, but it is good to have a good image because, you know, people judge you on image. But other than that, nah. I I mean, you don't have to be on 10, but I guess when you're in the media and the public, you have to be. So, um, Dorian, you're pretty popular. What do you think? Um, Just to pick it back off what you said, I guess it depends on the person you are. You know, I guess how you look at it. Like me, I don't, I guess I have my moments where I step out, where I have to look a certain way. Like if I'm going to Walmart, I won't just step out in no wife beater or no shorts or no slides. Um, I don't know why I've been out there for the longest time. Like I used to hate, I'm just not getting to the point where I could wear slides and show my feet off in public. At first, I just thought slides with an outfit was the most ugliest thing. Um, but no, I don't really step out the house in our tents because, like I said, it's a it's a work, it's a process. You got to make sure your hair right, take a shower, get the right outfit. It's a whole lot you got to go into each other like a tent before you step out the house. So I guess it really, like I said, depends on the person and your your status in the world. And like if you just that person that you know people are like everybody's watching you, but you know you that one that have a huge social platform. And yeah, I guess you would be looking at your tents. And for those people who don't know what slides are, um, can you explain to them what those slides are? Girl, I'm glad you asked, bitch. He doesn't want to get them. He's going to get them, yes. He's going to give you some proof. Well, while he's, he's getting them, um, it, it is actually um, a sandal. Um, you know, it's more like an athletic sandal, usually like those Nike sandals or something, you know, and the toes is all out, so... Oh, you want to get name brand, girl? You want to say Nike and shit, bitch? Don't don't pull that car. Let me go get my favorite brand out, bitch. The fuck? Yeah, like these. Like I'm a real big Puma fan, so I had to get these. But I know people will put on full pledge outfits <laughs> and then wear these with some socks. And I'm like, well, damn, if you're going to wear an outfit, like if I wear these, it's like if I have on some cute sweats um, or some joggers and a cute t-shirt and then I just want to show my feet off. Um... That's the only time I really will wear them, but other than that, you would not catch me going anywhere in those slides, especially when I'm be around people. Because, like I so said, you just never know who's watching. All right. And um, so, what about you, Mr. Capable? Well, from my end, I'm always decked out, even if I step to go pick up my food from DoorDash downstairs in the door. Um, it, it, I, I, for me, is uh, I grew up in a poor family. My family uh, did not have much. And basically most of my clothes was actually hand-downs from 
cousins and um, uncles that were around my age growing up at the same time. So I knew what it's to struggle and I have the best clothes or not, don't know how to look right when I was younger. But when I grew up, I was like, hold up a second. I'm too fly to be looking bummy and I'm rolling around these people that are supposed to be normal around me. I'm sorry, I gotta stand out. So I, that's what I've, I've been doing. I've been building myself to make myself feel comfortable to step out and show out. And like right now, I'm sorry, but this look took me to five seconds. Pull out something out of my closet and this came out today, like in, out of nowhere. And sometimes it's, it's, it's good to, to show out. But the thing is that um, it doesn't matter if you got the most expensive clothing. It really doesn't matter if you got the most ugliest thing. As long as you feel comfortable and happy with it, screw that. It it's all about you. It's how you feel. And if you feel comfortable, then show it out. If your titties have to be out to feel you to be comfortable, then show your titties. If that ass want to jiggle in front of the crowd, then jiggle that ass in front of the crowd. Whatever you wear, just feel comfortable and be you. That's all I'm saying. No. All right. Um, Troy, you have anything you would like to add? Um, yes, actually, I do. You know how I always have an opinion. Um, I'm one of those people that feel like it's important to always look a certain way. People think I'm weird because I, you know, my little jewelry, all my shit on. I'm like, I might be going to the store. Um, but I just feel like you never know who you're going to meet. Um, just in general, like, I just believe in everything happens for a reason. And I meet people all the time. So, you know, I like to look a certain way. I might not be on 10, but I'm at least be seven and a half. Even if I'm going to walk the dog and I'm going to Walmart, I'm going to be looking a certain way. I'm going to be looking different. You're going to be like, who's that guy? And that's just how I give it up. And I believe that, like, different people said, you don't have to be wearing the most expensive shit to be on the 10. You just got to feel good in it, look good in it, and feel good in it to, you know, be on the 10. So, you, you know, some people I know go outside like that, wear their makeup everywhere they go, you know, just... That's what they give. But I say, maybe not a 10, but I'm definitely seven and a half, especially depending on what you do with somebody okay. that falls in public all the time and social media people is going to take pictures and <clears throat> all that stuff. Mm -mm, I'm good. I need to look decent enough to feel comfortable. Because if not, I'm going to be like, no pictures, no none of that. Uh-uh. You know, and I'm not the kind of guy. So I at least got to be on a seven and a half. I'm going to say seven and a half. Well, I, I, guess, I guess it's all about who you are or whatever. Because, um, like, I, I go out in my onesie or whatever. And that you sleeping in the house? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. And people are like, oh my God, that is so cute. That's I'm like, uh-huh. If I just need to go pay some bills, that is what you getting. Cause I'm coming back home and laying it down. Cause like I go to bed naked. Like yeah, the onesie is just to walk around the house. So once I put that onesie on, it's like I just need to get somewhere real quick, handle some shit and get the hell on. So that's what that's all about. I'm about to yeah. be your woman with the ones I'm videoing with you. Yo, look at that. I'm definitely. You got it, well, well I'm, it, it looks like Cheetah Girls. They be like, Cheetah okay. Sisters. Well. We stick together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And this too, like I said, depends like I said. Who okay, so right. you better shake it. <laughs> right. All right, cool. So I guess we're all mm -hmm. wrapped up on this one. Go ahead, well, I mean, go ahead and get into the next topic. Oh, all right. I just want to make sure you're handing us um, to pop your bump gums about before I keep it moving, but I guess you're good. So, <laughs> topic number two is from Rollout.com. So, Jay-Z named the first black 
executive producer of the Soul, of the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, his name is Jesse Collins, by the way. So diversity for profits is what we call on this topic. How many appointments like this one with Jesse Collins are needed before we give up and stop this obviously impactful NFL boycott? Should we stop? Why and why or why not? Um, I feel like um, I love Aaron's face. Sorry. Um, I feel like at the end of the day, Jay-Z and its power and authority days have is trying his best to make better strides for the black community. He is taking this position and doing what he can for the black community in many ways. He's trying. I know he's not trying to be in the middle, you know, to coon it out and do some other stuff, you know, because he's on. But he's actually trying to do it the right way. I'm just saying he's doing it the right way. And so, you know, let's support that man and what he's trying to do and make it happen. Like, I think the boycott at this point, why are we still boycotting this like pandemic? People need to make money. We, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are dying. You know, Breonna Taylor, we're still trying to find justice for her, for, for her killers, you know, for those cops that kill her versus, you know, I just think there's more to, more to do than the NFL, boycott the NFL at this point. It's, the world is facing bigger problems right now. The, 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 the rising of uh, corona cases and all that. Like, come on. It's fine. I mean, you know, let's support it. Hopefully, it'll give us a different flair. We'll know it's run by a black man. And we'll just, you know, take it and see. see you see, see what kind of soul, funk, R&B, whatever it's going to give. We'll see whatever. And go from there. I'm looking forward to it. I love the Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to see how they're going to make a virtual Super Bowl. Um, but, you know, be, you know, the same way they've been doing on the award shows. Um, but yeah, that's my why or why not. Uh, but I'm going to go to um, Definitely Capable on this one. When it comes to this, first of all, and a shout out to the NFL and Jay-Z and all that, but what do you think when it comes to this? How many more of these appointments do we need for the NFL boycott? Stop. Why and why not? Um, I, I really have, they, they have not studied uh, much about um, uh, Jay-Z and uh, appointing uh, someone for the halftime um, producer. Uh, which is my era. I, I should be doing my research. Um, but uh, I believe that... I'm sorry. I'm going to say it straight out. These are a bunch of white haters that just don't want to see a black person succeed. Let's just, let, let's just call it that way. Let's call, let's call the cat by, by, by its name. And um, we need to stand together and push these people to, not these people, the, the black community to embrace the power that we have, that we need, we, we are capable to be uh, great. And if Jay-Z is pushing another black man to do great job, then why it, is there has to be hate towards that? And at the end of the day, we have proven that we are talented and we're very capable of being successful in everything that we set our minds to. Um, Absolutely. And, 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 and anyways, black comes with flavor. And last Super Bowl, when Jay-Z took over, he gave us flavor. I can't wait until next Super Bowl. Hopefully next Super Bowl, they put some salsa and Madenga up in there. Uh-oh, a little bit. That's what I'm saying. You imagine some bomba, I mean, some real Caribbean, a little bit of reggae up in there. You Come on, yeah, that would be dope. have all those white ladies shaking their booties. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. So it's, 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 it's just embrace it. it. Let's stop the hate. We, we got enough going on in this world with other things that they're focusing on who's managing. Yeah, especially as they keep their nipples in their shirt. You know, J Lo Shakira last year killed it. That's what I'm saying. Super dope. Yes. 
Just keep your nipples in your shirt, and that way, you know, we don't have to get blamed for that again. Like it, it, exactly. Don't get it wrong. This past this past um, Super Bowl uh, halftime, there was a lot of, of a lot of criticism. And, you know, it was a lot of problems, and I even got into an argument with a college teacher where she is actually white, but didn't understand the cultural essence essence of when it came to that Super Bowl uh, show. And and that's what I, I I want people to understand that. Now that there's going to be someone black working at uh, the halftime Super Bowl, there's going to be more cultural than just a rock band performing and then bringing just an, as an asset someone black to just perform on the, on the side. And then not only that, they're, they're going to show us in, in a better light than what we have been shown before. And that's what JC is doing. I'm sorry, I'm going to give it to them. As, as an entertainer, this is a show and we're going to give it to you. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for that. I'm going to go um, do ladies and go to our first lady of uh, the Homos Talk Show and talk to Miss Uri G. Um, what do you think about, um, you know, Jay-Z's accomplishment with Jesse, you know, and all that's going on? And will we, do we stop the boycott? What's going on? Um, I think it's great. I don't think we should ever stop boycotting. Um, there are so many rights that we don't have the liberty of. Um, and it is so many different fields and industries that we're in that black people just don't equate or even get the same pay as our white counterparts. So the boycotts are necessary, you know, for us to get all the rights that we should have. Um, even if we it's just about like we got, yeah, well, yeah, but I'm saying everything needs to be boycotted. Um, and so the NFL, it, it, it doesn't stop there either. So, yeah, I think we should continue boycotting. Um, I don't care if they do give us some liberties. Like, we should get all the liberties. It shouldn't be an all-white panel either. So, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm, 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 I'm not going to fight you. You got it? Okay. All right. Cool. I'm going to move on to um, Captain Light Skin. Captain uh... So I had to do my research on this one because I'm, I'm not like a real big – I was only into football only because I was in band. I'm not going to sit here and flex. That's one of the sports I really didn't keep up with. I really just had to sit here and research what was Jay-Z role in the NFL. But I feel that boycotting – I mean, we can ask when it's going to end, but that's one of them things. I'm hoping in the future that it ends, but the way life is going is like, I don't know. But I feel like they should continue to keep boycotting because – like Lear said, black people are underpaid in these type of roles because they feel like they can't either handle the pressure or do the job right. And we get put in these positions to actually make a difference. Um, it's up, left up to us, the community, to back back them up and to push them. Even I went even in right or wrong, like letting them know what they're wrong is being fans and being concerned citizens to let them know, hey, this is what we want. This is what we're hoping you can do and hope that these people that they put in office or put in these positions can, you know, hold their weight and honor um, what they said they're going to do. But I definitely feel like boycotting should keep going, especially if it's for right causes. Um, and the outcome is going to be, I guess, be successful or be uplifting in the ways that make sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Well, we said I love the Jay-Z and the NFL and, you know, Hopefully that you know they continue the sauce of the flair or you know you know the black with the flavor. I mean you know keep it you know listen to what we're saying to keep it moving. Um, we would love to see what's to come. You know especially out of this pandemic, we need a good halftime show. So please, Mr. Collins, bring us something good. Um, and okay. so with that being said, we're gonna move over to our third topic, which was from Gay Magazine. 
Lisa Ray expresses feeling hurt by the brat for publicly coming out months after not speaking. The brat said that she was comfortably living privately as the same gender-loving woman, but her girlfriend Jessica Dupart is a social media mogul who is openly homo. This kind of reminds Aaron of people who do not want to come out of the closet when they have a good partner, until they have a good partner. Aaron thought he would be that uh, Aaron thought he wanted that, but interestingly, entering, interestingly, sorry, my list sometimes, the girls, he found better partners after he came out. What do we think of this? I'll read the last part again. So Aaron said, this kind of reminds me of people who don't want to come in the closet until they have a good partner. Aaron thought he wanted to be that, but interestingly, he found better partners after he came out. What do we think? Um, when it comes to, I think when you are out and you are free from all the foolishness and what other people say or think, then in that moment, you are you put yourself in a place where you could, you know, have that power to be open enough to find someone that will be the one you need in your life. You're more open and receptive when you are happy and free. Um, so I think that's why Aaron found better relationships when he was out of being, when he came out. Because I feel like when you end, it's too much pressure, you know, to be like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to love you and be with you, but you can only do it in this time, only do it here. Versus some people don't like PDA, I get it, but you want to be able to have that option if you do it. Or you love somebody, they love you, to be able to express that with them or in, in any way, shape, or form, and not to be hit in the closet. You know, who wants to deal with that pressure of not being able to be themselves and always got to be, when anybody else is in love around you, you got to be like, I can't do this, can't do that. No. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 you should be able to be yourself. Be free. So, of course, if you are free, you're going to be receptive to find love and find love the way you want it. So, I agree with Aaron. I do think that when you are out, it's easy. Unless you're in the closet with another in-the-closet person, they're both in the closet together, then that might work because y'all are still trying to figure it out. But that just sounds like a disaster waiting to happen because one person comes out and the other one doesn't come out, then that's a, what's the point of the relationship. Your whole relationship is going to be pointless at this point. Um, so, be yourself, be free, be you. Love yourself first, because if you don't love yourself, how the hell you gonna love somebody else? That's what Paul okay. said. Um, you know, start with you. Love yourself first. And when you love yourself, you'll bring that, you'll attract those kind of things. You'll put that kind of love out there into the universe and it'll come back to you. Um, and I think that that's what's important. Um, you want what you want. You, know, you, can, you can't be a stubborn, old stubborn meanie and expect to find good love. You need to be just be, you know, be open, be free. Let those things go. Forgive, forgive those who have trespassed against you. And, you know, live your life free. Don't hold those things. Those things make you, give you stress mops and make you old. You want to be young and free, you know? So just, you know, love yourself first. And then, you know, you begin to love those around you. You'll find the one you want. But you got to be free and love yourself. Nobody won't love no army crab. Come on out the shell. Closet door is open. That's 2020. Too many letters in the LGBTQRSP to not figure out which one you are, okay? Um, come on out the closet and live your life and be free and be yourself. Mm -mm. Um, so I'm going to... Um, <laughs> Move things over. It sounds like I got a, a choir. Uh, amen. And yes. Come Captain on, you do. So I'm gonna go over here with the Captain Lightskin. Talk to me. I mean, yeah, like you said, living a double life is like that's stressful. You gotta worry. You trying to stay in the closet and worry about people knowing. You gotta tread lightly. That's a sec. That's a full time job. Um, I know I came out my freshman year in college, but like my sophomore year, I used to date this guy that wasn't out to his family and it was just like i know i had told my immediate family but i didn't tell like the rest and i know he was one that his family didn't know at all like nobody knew and that was a real stressful job and after a while i was like yo we got to come out because this little hiding shit i'm sorry 
Roland was hiding stuff. Um, you can cuss if you want to. Okay, cool. Hiding stuff, living this up alive. It became a headache and stressful, and I, I just eventually came out. I mean, I do know people's circumstances why they stay in the closet, but you know, you have to, like you said, love yourself and not really care about what people think or what people say because people are going to judge you whether you're doing good or bad, no matter how you are in life, what you choose to do in life. If you can be the the bum.com people still gonna find something bad about you to say so it's just like mm-hmm. coming out living your life being happy i got a friend well a brother in my house um we i knew him in north carolina you know he was married kids and everything but it wasn't until he came out that I, he was a whole different person like you can see he was more happy to be himself you can see he was more acceptable and more loving to others because he didn't have to hide he didn't have to have no secrets he told his kids told his wife you know, they have a good relationship and it's people like that that we need now. You know, people, they be like, it's cool to come out. If the world was more accepting, I feel like um, more people come out and more people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And ultimately, thing is self-freedom is, self-freedom is key. It don't cost you no money to be you. It's free. All you gotta do is wake yeah. up every day and be you. You know, it's just, I think that people realize that, that that's the key. There's nobody on this earth like you. Not even identical twins because they have different fingerprints. So right. if God can make them different, there's nobody like you. Go out and be yourself and be the best you can be. Looking differently capable. So as you go out here and do it every day. Look, said so it took him five, five minutes to put that up together. Talk to me differently capable. Coming out, <laughs> coming in, staying in. You know, think it's better when you find, you find better relationships when you are out already? Like, what do you think about all this? Um, okay, so first off, um, when it comes to uh, coming out, it's it, it you're coming out for yourself. You're not coming out for other people. So it's for you to be free and be able to live your 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 life. The whole idea of oh, but she should have said this, he should have said that, or he or her. It, it's not no one's business. Mm-hmm. You just you just want to be in people's life. You just want to be nosy, and you just wanted to know before anybody else in the end of the day if if the person is or they isn't it's their own life they need to choose what they're going to live in second um it doesn't matter if you're in or out if love is to come to you it's going to come to you no matter what but it is it it is a good thing that when it comes to the lgbtq plus and and every single letter in, in the alphabet um to be able to live as themselves, to be able because as soon as you live as yourself and you're able to show that, you're able to love properly. And that's one thing that people forget to do is to learn how to love properly because it's it, it's not the person's who, the person that you love's fault that you went through all that and you have to keep yourself quiet or silenced and hide yourself away from from the rest of the world, even if you don't tell a person, just live your truth. It's all about living your truth and loving who you are today, tomorrow, and forever. Absolutely. Today, tomorrow, forever. That's a good one. And, you know, come on, Lisa Ray. Don't act like you didn't know who she was already. Come like, I don't on. Know like, like, come on. Since the 90s, like, you can see it. You know what it is? But let me tell you what it is. I know what it is. She mad because she didn't tell her first physically tell her before she told the world. Because mm-hmm. I've lost friends overcoming out and not telling them and hearing from somebody else about some other thing. Blah, blah, blah. So I know how people get real sensitive. If they don't get yeah. like business and be the first my one best to hear it. Was like, you know, my best sensitive. friend was like that. Yeah, my best friend was like that in high like, school. Come on. Um, my high school best friend, we're still best friends today, but she was mad. It wasn't fact that I was gay. It's fact I didn't tell her first. I ended up telling a friend of hers that was gay and asking her 
how her coming out process was, but then her blabbermouth with some best friend, and that became a big deal. But the big to piggyback off um the young the other light skin baby, I can't think of your name. I'm so sorry, but yeah, that's the process. You have to come out when you ready when you differently capable. Yeah, you have to come out when you ready. That's you have to be ready and be one because I know friends that were date people that wasn't out and they lost good relationships because the person just wasn't ready. Like you have to be 100% ready for the everything's going to come at you Absolutely. instead of being along with being happy. Oh, know? and then one thing, Absolutely. Uh, uh, piggybacking to, uh, about that. If a person comes and tells you who they really are, just accept them. They're telling you for a reason. Right. They're not just hiding. They're, they're, if they're hiding themselves, it's because they feel uncomfortable of being their own selves. And if they're really comfortable to telling you who they truly are, just accept it. Stop being an asshole. That's all I got to say to these people. We, we, it's 2020. You know what I mean? There is different types of people in this world, and LGBT is one of them. Boom. He oh, meant that shit. You see his face? You're a G. In the closet, out the closet, finding love. What you think? Talk to me. I guess I'm going to be devil's advocate. So um, I, I'm going to just say in my personal experience. In my personal experience, um, like every now and again, I go in and out the closet or whatever is the best way to put it or whatever. Um, when, when I make myself available and known with the gay community or whatever, I tend to have people who just want to because I'm a new option. Like, you're the new face in the community, so it's like, ooh, we never seen her before. Let's see what she about. Let's try her. It's like, you're the new candy or the new Chick-fil-A burger, whatever. So it's like, everybody wants to try you, and it's not necessarily about love. But when you're in the closet, people don't know what the tea is. They don't know how to move with you. So whoever does get close to you, they're really taking the time to get to know you. And those tend to be the longer lasting relationships for me. Um, and I think there's levels to in the, in the closet. There's people who are in the closet to society. There's people who are in the closet to their family. And then there's people who just, they're out, but they're not expressing that they're gay to everybody that they meet or whatever. Um, so I think it's levels to it. Um, and that's why there's different situations with this in the closet situation. So that's what I meant by I go in and out the closet because I feel like I've had better relationships with people I have not met in the openly gay community. Um, so, yeah. That makes sense. Thank you for your different perspective. And now um, you can take things over with our last topic of homosexuality tea today with Megan the Stallion. What, what? Uh, I ain't even gonna talk about it. Um, it don't see. Let me. See. <laughs> so, um, so we're gonna go ahead and go over with Miss Megan The Stallion. It's on nme.com, the side of justice. Um, Aaron is impressed with this young diva, Megan The Stallion, for um for taking this major appearance of her first time on SNL, introduced by Chris Rock to speak on finding justice for Breonna Taylor and others. Might this be a sign of our society reaching the critical and, ma um, and mass and the tipping point and the bullying point necessarily to truly and positively affect change now? Um, yes and no. Um, 
a lot of times I feel like they put uh, put celebrities in spots um, for promotional purposes. They don't necessarily mean that there is a period at the end or whatever. It just means to be continued. Um, but it's nice to have someone with a major platform to highlight these things and, you know, to keep it pushing but other than that, like, that does not mean that we have succeeded. Like, no, you need to keep pushing um, a celebrity or somebody with a following or any of that stuff does not mean that we finally, you know, hit the top tier. Like, no, if you felt like you hit the top tier, my grandma say keep pushing because you ain't hit shit. So, um, yeah, um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say um, about this. So, um, who, who feels most strongly about this at this point? I don't know. I don't even know who to call on. Um, I won't say I feel most strongly about it, but you know, I, this is why I love watching TV shows like Power and shows like Survivor Remorse that have like that portray like big celebrities. Because, like I said, to pick about what you said, most people you really want to know. I'm not saying Megan Stallion. Megan the Stallion was not sincere or don't care about the cause. But watching these TV shows, if somebody hasn't done the first, it's like one of those things, girl, we need to put you on the camera and put you as a face of this movement so that way it can push, like you said, for promotional and publicity reasons. She's a hot, she's a hot character. She's popping right now. So it will only fit to have her as the face, like, hey, just for Brianna Taylor, she, you know, I'm like I said, I don't want to downplay man because I'm a fan of hers. I just don't, like you said, it's one of the cases, did they write the speech for her or did, did was that sincere from the heart? Um, but like I said, I'm here that she is here for the cause because like I said, it's you know, her being a big platform or her fans like, hey, just for Brianna um, Taylor, this and the fourth, if they wasn't doing it, they're doing it now. Um, so yeah, that's how I'm like, I'm up in the air with, with topics like this because like you said, is it real, is it sincere or are you just doing it? Because the the label asks you to do it as for publicity and promotion, you know. All right, um, and Mr. Capable, um, I like Megan Thee Stallion. I'm, I, I, it's not that I'm a fan, but I do follow a lot of her songs. Um, I do appreciate she's a very talented woman, but she's also smart, and she should have seen this coming. She's to see that at the, the point that we are at, they're going to try to use her not only for publicity, but only for her, for her image. Because people need to feel, make feel if, uh, everyone comfortable and try to include everyone. But to be honest, I'm sorry, but even though Megan Thee Stallion has a platform, I have not seen her really pushing the idea of justice. Like I have seen other black artists that have uh, stood out there in, in protest who have actually been, got um, arrested for protesting, whose um, some social media platforms have actually blocked them from posting anything that has to do with Black Lives Matter. So although uh, Megan Thee Stallion is a beautiful and talented woman, um, I think that there are other people that need to be out there to speak the, tr the truth. And they actually are passionate to make sure that the message is passed out. 
I definitely agree. Um, so Troy, you got anything you would like to add? Yes. So whether she wrote it or not, how it all happened, it all it happened. And I mm -hmm. think it is a step in the right direction. Is it saying we reach the top tier, like you said? No, keep trying, like Grandma said. Um, I just think it's a step in the right direction, whether, like I said, she did create it or not, whether she did, she knew she was going to be the face or not. You know, I am just want to know what's going to happen after this. Because once you open up a dynamite like that and blow some shit up, what are you going to do to keep that same momentum, to keep talking that walk that you walk on? That's what I want to see. That's all I'm saying, because it was real cute. You know what I'm saying? Especially after getting shot a couple times in the feet and coming back. Oh. Still performing and making moves. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure she's doing it. I mean, you bounce back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Got Jesus' blood in you. But um, I want to see how now you not just be the face of it, but actually take the action. Because action speaks louder than words. Exactly. You know, now how do we use that platform to really form what justice, you know, seeking companies or organizations and partner up to make it happen and that you've opened that door. That's all. The door's open. Now I want to see what we're going to do with the open door. That's my opinion. All right. Well, about the speech, we're about to walk. Period. Well, it looked like we got our last bit of wind out of our chest about that subject. Um, so we're going to do a real cute, quick, nasty recap. Um, so Daily Mail, Wendy Chats, um, Mariah using a wind machine in her interview with Trevor Noah reminds him of Patty saying that she dresses fancy even to go to Walmart. Is it important for you to be on 10 every time you step out the house? Why and why not? And when is it important to you? And that's our first topic. Okay. Miss LaBelle, yes. And then our second one is um, diversity for profits. How many, appoint um, how many appointments like this are... Um, how many appointments like this one, Jesse Collins, are needed before we give up and stop this obviously impactful NFL boycott? Should we stop? Why and why not? Um, our next is from Gay Magazine, Outcoming. Um, the brat said that she was comfortable living privately as a same gender-loving woman, but her girlfriend, Jessica Dupart, is a social media mogul who is openly homo. This kind of reminds Aaron of people who don't want to come out the closet until they have a good partner. Aaron thought he wanted that, but interesting, interestingly, he found better partners after he came out. What do you think of all of this? And then our last topic um, from enemy.com, the side of justice. Might this be a sign of our society? Uh, Aaron is impressed with this young diva, Megan Thee Stallion, for taking this major appearance of her first time on S. Um, on SNL, introduced by Chris Rock, to speak on finding justice for Breonna Taylor and others. Might this be a sign of our society reaching the critical mask and the tipping point and the boiling point necessarily to truly and positively affect change now? Um, so those are the topics. Anything you like, comment, subscribe. Um, you have any suggestions, anybody you agree with, disagree with, you want to add something in, um, you want to revisit these topics, please let us know. We are definitely here for it. We will, you know, get back to you. And, um, you know, we like to interact. 